Welcome to Shockers and Cuss Words, a podcast that dives into self-improvement, completing goals, and overcoming modern-day obstacles. I am your host, Catherine, and together we will address our fears, establish self-awareness, and complete self-growth through honesty and reflection. Remember to please like and share this podcast. Thank you. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Chakras and Cuss Words podcast. And today we have an exciting topic, and I'm so excited to get onto this topic because, as many of you guys know, my vision board has changed my life. <laughs> but we're going to talk about how manifestation is more than making a vision board. And today I have my special guest, Jen. Jen, welcome to the podcast. Please introduce yourself and let us know a little bit about you. Thank you so much. I am very excited to be here and I very much enjoy my own vision boards. So um, first of all, let me go and say that. My name is Jen Bridwell Oppenheim and I am a transformational food eating and body image coach. And basically, I just kind of really live in my purpose every day, which is to use the mess that was my life for the first 47 years um, to create the message from the peace that I created and found with food eating in my own body and my past and PTSD and all the things that had happened to me to really just kind of use that as a light to lead other women out of that abyss. And I have been grateful and blessed and pleased to do that for the last four years. Um, I've been in what I call active daily recovery for the last eight years from PTSD and literally all of the eating disorders. And I am grateful to be here. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Well, welcome, Jennifer, and I am so happy that you are here, and I really liked how you said that you totally redefined your body um, imaging thoughts that you had and the confidence that you gained to kind of keep moving forward, especially I know for women, it's very much a struggle. Like for me, it's something I struggle with every day, (laughs) more and more, I would say, as I've grown older to like have that confidence and to have um, healthy eating lifestyle, uh, basically, for me. Um, So how did this all start with you? Like, how did you get into the journey of manifesting? Was it through a vision board? Or was it a little bit different than that? Um, I had heard of vision boards before. But, you know, like I said before, I really, I struggled a lot with mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical health my entire life. I was um, 
morbidly obese for most of my life. I was over, you know, between anywhere between 300 and 350 pounds for over 20 years for, from the time I was, um, about 26, 25, 26 until the time I was 47. Um, and that was the weight was a symptom of all the rest of my disease, you know, my overall disease. Um, I had been in treatment. Um, I had gone a few times down the road of anorexia and bulimia and had been in treatment for that a couple of times and had during that treatment, um, discovered actually that, um, I had PTSD. Um, and so I had treatment for that a few times, but I really never had what I call recovery until I, I don't know, I had just been, I had gone through like a spiritual crisis and I really, came to a real understanding of my own understanding. I'll put it that way. My own understanding and my own listening and knowing what God meant or what spirit meant or what, you know, whatever that connection is to you meant. It was the first time, like I had been kind of dancing around with it for a little while and I was raised, you know, as a Christian, I had went to a, not like, you know, my parents were, you know, more secular than religious for sure. But, yeah. you know, we, we went to church and whatever. And I was raised, I had a Christian, I had a, went to a Christian high school because not because it, it was a Christian education, but because it was the best education available in the area. Um, but still it impacted me in a negative way. Um, and so I really kind of denied religion and still for myself, not for other people, but for myself, I really don't practice a religion. Um, I borrow little bits and pieces from a whole bunch that I really, that really moved me for many years. I've practiced Lent and I fast for Yom Kippur and blah, blah, blah. But anyway, that's here and there. Um, so anyway, I had had this real spiritual crisis, a real crisis in my life and came to this real understanding of God. And that helped me move towards two things that are absolutely key in my life. And I say to anyone who will listen that for me, for eating disorders, for, for PTSD, complex PTSD as I have, Recovery is an active daily process, period, forever. And for me, it is a spiritually based one. It doesn't have to be for everybody, but that's how it is for me. Um, and so spirituality for me led to the two important tenets for me of love, which is forgiveness and gratitude. And everything else is fear, you know, anxiety, anger, bitterness, resentment, you know, all of those things are fear of not belonging, not being loved, not being lovable, not having enough, you know, like all of those are the things. So for me, I kind of feel like everything is either fear-based or love-based. So that is a super, super, super long-winded way to get around to, I don't even remember what the question was. Yeah. 
<laughs> I think it was just basically how you started getting to the area of like using manifesting or breaking your blocks. Obviously, most of them sound a lot um, towards body confidence and self-image and having your spiritual journey kind of uh, crisis awakening and then bringing it back to finding what works for you. Yeah. And really, you know, really connecting with, you know, I, I think especially like you mentioned before, you know, so many women, especially really define themselves, their worth by their weight, by the number on the scale, by the clothes size, by their physical appearance, by how they look in their minds in comparison to other women, Mm -hmm. Um, whether those are other women in their lives or women they see on TV or the internet or whatever. Um, And so, you know, I really didn't realize it took me a lot of work to really realize that my pounds, that I lost almost 200 pounds, y'all. Um, that that was, um, it was protection, you know, it was, Mm -hmm. it was comfort and it was protection. Um, and I am a completely open book. If anybody wants to talk to me about what I was protecting myself from, I am like glad to, you know, like, I don't want to like take your, your, your show places you don't want to go, but like, I'm a totally open book. No, that's what Um, season four is going to be about. Yeah. Okay. So I'll I'll reach out to you. Yes. Yeah. So as far, you know, but like, you know, like I'm saying, it's like, I use that as protection and also as comfort, you know, as people, food is the first way after thumb sucking, which is almost the same thing that we learn to really self-soothe and food by definition, just as animals is a way that we, when we're stressed, we go into survival mode and that means pack on the pounds, winter is coming. Well, that that's our bodies, you know, we, and that's a hard thing to fight. So yeah, it was really all encompassing, but it really, for me, everything comes, comes back to spiritually. And that's where manifestation starts. It's like, it starts with that connection. And that's where we, you know, when you and I first talked about this of, of manifestation is not just, is more than a vision board. You know, I think uh, sometimes people have that, um, that instant gratification kind of desire that, you know, all I have to do is do 10 affirmations a day and then I'm going to win the lottery. And right. it, doesn't, you know, it doesn't work like that. Folks. Right. You know, it's about right. being able to take, it's about raising your vibration, raising your self worth, your self confidence, your self value enough to be open to listening to your own spiritual whispers that was huge for me huge 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 and actually respecting them and following them also huge this is where the manifestation part comes in is like Mm -hmm. yeah the the vision board gives you a thing to like physically yeah where where, yeah and where you where you focus your energy absolutely every that's where the energy where you like what's the there's like some little saying of like where it Oh God, I'll think of it in a minute when I'm not trying to think of it. The like, you know, where where it goes is where it flows or something mm-hmm. like that with your energy. And it's true. It's true. If you're focusing right. your energy about on lack and what you don't have and blah, 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 versus on what you aspire to mm-hmm. and taking really intentional, inspired action in your own life to get there, 
that's yes. where the manifestation part comes in. Definitely. And um, I just want to touch on how you said where you put your energy, basically where you put your energy is where it will grow. So where you're concentrating on and, and when um, people think of like manifestation, and I really like that you are centered in the body confidence and the body, um, the body mindset and, you know, how we see ourselves as our temple and how we see ourselves as the outer layer, um, versus the inner layer. Cause the inner layer layer usually is the one that's holding on to the, if it's weight or holding on to the insecurities where we feel that we need to constantly monitor what we eat, or, you know, we have to work out, um, you know, two hours a day. So a little bit about me, um, I grew up in a household where I was, um, my weight was kind of always like an issue. Um, where, you know, my, some of my family members who, um, would kind of tease me and, you know, I was like the chubby kid. I've always had, um, I guess you could say, a a bigger stature than some of the other kids, you know, so I kind of got teased a lot, um, through elementary and onto high school and whatnot, but, the the thing that really is hard for i think people to understand is so many of us get consumed with the trying to lose weight and it, it, that almost takes over our lives just as much as the um the overeating and i had to almost take a step back because i became one of those people who was so so worried if I missed a gym day, like if I missed a gym day, when I lost my weight, it was like, I was very upset at myself. So it it really depends on what you're trying to accomplish with your body imaging and how you feel. Yeah, it is so, so important. And it really gets to be if you have the kind of, you know, if you have the kind of personality that tends to be like a little bit um, OCD. Um, it's really easy. Or, you know, a lot of times what happens with food and eating disorders and sometimes body image stuff too, and, you know, exercise too, is if other aspects of your life feel really out of control or really in chaos, it's a, you know, it's a, you're not thinking about like, okay, well, I can't control that, but I'm going to control this. But your mind goes, you know, like, okay, like I'm going to put order into something here. And it's really funny because that, that whole um, obsession of like, you know, I, I'm afraid to miss one day, that part of it, you know, when it gets to the, be that point, I'm so glad that you recognized it because that's, the beginning stage of, you know, that obsessive kind of disorder that you have no flexibility to be able to skip a day or have a treat or have a whatever without having an emotional and mental reaction to it. Right. And with like the manifesting, because I know people will probably see the title and be like, oh, manifestation is more than a dream board. So for instance, like um, a little bit about how I've been using manifesting and for a very long time, uh, 
but this was the first year that I actually did put it in a dream board. And when I did that, I did that to set the attentions of having it in my atmosphere where I can actually concentrate on Pacific multiple goals and use it in that way. And it really has helped me. I would say it was a game changer um, for me. I was able to actually check off things that I intend my intentions were within like um, the year of already manifesting about 75% of my dream board. So for that, um, if you do need the visual aspects, you do, but really the point is where you put your energy is where it's going to likely take you. So if your energy is to manifest more um, confidence with your body and, you know, maybe possibly like losing weight or getting more in shape or just becoming more active or eating better foods, it's possible. Um, like the other day I have really decided that because I work in a very stressful work environment, I work in the emergency room and I have decided that there's times that I come home from working in the emergency room and I eat, you know, it's either I'm going to come because the day was stressful. I'm either going to come home and I'm going to eat or I'm going to drink. And the drinking for me, I mean, like I said, I, I've, you know, my listeners know that drinking for me is something that I do highly monitor because, um, alcoholism does run in my family. And it is something that I can potentially go down that path where I'm like drinking every night, you know, so I do monitor it. Um, So it's either I come home and I drink or I come home and I eat because I need something to soothe like a comfort because I've just been in a traumatic event or I've just been involved in a very high stress situation. And then all day at work, I'm like snacking or I'm eating Or I'm like emotionally eating, like I feel like I need to soothe something because I'm just constantly go, 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 go and frustrated. So it it takes a lot, but when you start to acknowledge, it is the first key for, you know, so I have decided like I don't think that for me health-wise staying in the emergency room is the most healthiest for my body just because of my um, traits. And so now I'm actually like looking for um, other areas to go in because I feel like it's no longer working for me. So I would say that's one of the key things for manifesting. When you first started your your weight First loss of all, journey. I have to interrupt you and say good for you for listening to yourself and moving on. I recently did a similar thing where I've I'm always like one of those people who has multiple jobs. And oh, yeah. I, I did that same thing. And it was like really about I thought of it, you know, like it's it's hard to give up the security of what you know. Yeah. But it really was about creating space for what was better mm-hmm. out there. And I would love to talk with you. Um separately about some trigger um, relief strategies, but I'm sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. So no worries. Um, Definitely. So when you first started like your weight loss journey and um, started using your, I guess you could say manifestation or mindset process, 
towards your body imaging and um, living a healthier lifestyle. What were kind of the things that you first started doing or how did you simplify that for um, people? If you could kind of give them some examples. Okay. So my, (laughs) so, (laughs) so my very first um, vision board that I did was in, I think it was in 2013. And I did it at the very beginning. It wasn't really the beginning of my spiritual journey. I had been on my spiritual journey for a couple of years already. And I had just really kind of like gotten to this point of just like, I just, I just need to take care of myself. I just, I just need to stop hating myself. And I just need to take care of myself. So I'm 47 years old at that point. So it's like, it's like, it's now or never, you know, I was like, what are you, what are you waiting for? It's now or never. So anyway, so my, at that point I was somewhere between 330 and 350 pounds. Um, And I made a vision board and there were on Pinterest it's I still don't know how to use Pinterest correctly, y'all. Um, but anyway, I made a vision board on Pinterest and there were three things on it. And one of them was riding roller coasters, which is something that I really loved to do as a kid. And I was that person. Hmm. Yeah, it was me. I'm raising my hand. You can't see me, but I'm actually raising my hand right now. I was that person who got kicked off the ride because I they couldn't close the seat. And it happened a couple of times. So I think the, I think the third time is when I gave up trying to get on rides. So anyway, so riding roller coasters one is one of the things. Um, riding motorcycles was the other thing. The relationship that I was in at the time, he was a motorcycle rider, and I always wanted to have my own um, license and my own bike and blah, blah, blah. So that was the other thing. And then the third thing was um, riding horses. That was something that I loved to do as a kid. Um, it was like really something that I just lived for as a kid. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I had not been able to do it for over 20 years. So those were the first three things on my first vision board. Those were the only three things on my first vision board. And I just really the I, I it's not like I, I visualized myself. I used it more like as a visualization tool and as a almost as a reminder. And I really I mean, for a good little minute, I really lived like like five seconds at a time, you know, like I, what I have, and I still feel like this to this day. And this is what I tell every, every person, every, everything. We really, I had to let go of my story. You know, I had to let go of the blame game that if so-and-so hadn't done this and that one hadn't done that, and I hadn't effed up here, there, can I actually say the cuss words here, by the way? Oh yeah. Yeah. You can totally cuss on. <laughs> Yay. All right. Sweet. Um, I'm happy. And cuss words for a reason, right. honey. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sweet. Um, so anyway, so, um, so yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, if I hadn't fucked up myself so many times, if I blah, 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 blah. 
then then everything would be fantastic. If I was, you know, 135 pounds instead of 350 pounds, then everything would be perfect. If I, you know, if, 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 blah, 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 blah. So it was really just about, I can only take responsibility for one thing. And so many times, and anybody who's, who's really, and I'm not talking about five and 10 pounds, you know, here or there, weight loss. I'm talking about significant amounts of weight that they have gained and lost over a lifetime. Anybody who has had that struggle has had a goal weight and a fucked up relationship with the scale. And I gave up having a goal weight and I gave up weighing myself. And I was like, I can live just one. I couldn't focus on the result that was going to happen out there someday. You know, at 350 pounds, you can't think about, I have 200 pounds to lose. You cannot think about that. It's Mm -hmm. too much. So all I had and all I still have to this very minute, which is 135 Eastern Standard Time in Connecticut, to this very minute, I have one thing, and that is the next choice that I make and the next action that I take. That's all I got. I got nothing about the past because it only exists in the story I create about it, mm-hmm. period, the end. And I don't have any, I mean, if the last like year and a half has taught us anything, it has taught us we have zero, 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 none control over the future. So I have control over what I do, what I choose to think, what I, what action I choose to take. That's all I got. I got that. So that's really how, for me, manifestation works. It starts with the thought. The thought creates the belief. The belief creates the action and the action creates the result. And that's how it happens for me. Mm, Yeah, I love that. Definitely how you create the reaction and the result. It's, I mean, I think, um, especially when we're talking about like our bodies and, um, you know, being healthy or imaging, um, physically and mentally, because, uh, I, I have never lost, um, 200 pounds or I've never lost, you know, a hundred pounds. The most weight I lost was 50, 55 pounds. That's a lot of weight. It is a lot of weight. And, (laughs) and, um, you know, I've gained some back because, um, to lose that weight, it took a lot. It took a a lot of (laughs) it took a lot of energy um and I was eating extremely clean and extremely healthy I was in a calorie deficit like um a lot and I really had a, a better understanding of like, um, of, I guess you could say wanting to get up and work out in the gym for almost like two hours 
five days a week. I mean, that's, that's like a huge amount of time. Most people don't spend that amount of time Mm -hmm. in the gym. And, um, and it was almost like I was basically, that's all I was doing besides work, coming home and then going to the gym and really concentrating on what I ate. And I would say probably about, um, right when I got to the lowest weight, which for people who, um, you know, see, see me, I I was like, I think the lowest weight I got at that time was 165. And that doesn't even sound like that low of a number to some people. But to me, I was like, like, I've never was that like low, even in high school, I don't think I weighed you know, 165. I mean, so I was like, woohoo, you know, but, but I wasn't happy. Right. I wasn't happy. I was like exhausted and I was, and I was like not happy in my relationship. I was not happy with my relationship with myself. Like I looked in the mirror and I was like, damn, I look good, but I still wasn't happy. Yeah. So it's like, you have to find what is the most to you what brings the most happiness to you so to me the word that comes to to my mind so often when i talk with people about whether it's eating or exercise or what you do for yourself spiritually and mental and all of these things are like no joke you know you can ignore that shit for but so long and it is going to bite you in the hiney if you do not take care of it um if you're not taking care of your all of your your stuff you know it's it's way more than diet and exercise Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and you know it's like and that you know honestly whatever it is that you're doing and especially especially and this is again you you've struggled with your weight your your whole life it sounds like if it's not sustainable it's not sustainable right you know and it can't it's never ever going to be and this to me is like my recovery it's there there is no there there you know there's there is no destination that is going to be found here this is a process this is a process of daily acceptance daily doing your best daily forgiving yourself for fucking up daily trying again tomorrow daily holding yourself accountable daily getting support where you need it, you know, all, you know, it's no different than your car, you know, it's Mm -hmm. like, it's not enough just to put gas in it, you know, yeah, it'll run for a good long time, but Mm -hmm. eventually the parts are going to start falling off. Right. And I think the acceptance part, like once you start to create the sustainability, because like for me, yes, like I still go to the gym. I, I still, you know, try to watch what I'm eating. Um, and I try to eat as healthy as, you know, I can. Um, but how does like when you're first starting and you're like, okay, I know I want to get in this rhythm 
and find something sustainable, how should one start? Like, what should they do? So the thing that I, I think is helpful for, for most people is first of all, that they know that they do not have to do it on their own. You know, there are, uh, whether you want to pay for them, whether they're free, whether whatever, you don't have to, you know, it could be a meetup group. It could be, you know, whatever. There's a lot of support out there. You don't have to do it on your own. It is important. You know, a lot of us have really uh, eroded kind of our own self-trust. We've broken mm-hmm. our promises to ourselves so many times that we really don't even believe ourselves when we say we're going to do something. And so creating a little easy daily ritual, a daily habit that you can start doing and holding yourself accountable. And Mm -hmm. then as that thing becomes a habit, add another little thing. Add another little thing. Add another little thing. I have my clients and I actually myself still almost, I'm not going to say every single day because nobody does everything, anything every single day. But most days um, I do a little ritual in the morning that takes me literally five minutes. That is just like five breaths um, that are like, I did this alternate nostril breathing thing. Um, So five breaths. I write down... um, four things that I want to leave behind, whether it's some limiting belief or something I'm worried about or something I'm scared about or some Mm -hmm. shitty thing I feel about myself or whatever. So four things I want to leave behind. And I personally burn that little piece of paper. You can shred it. You can you know, soak it in water. You can throw it away. You can do whatever you want. But I personally burn it. Um, And then I have a little journal and I prefer to write longhand versus on the computer, but I write um, three things that I'm grateful for. And it's one thing for my past, one thing Mm -hmm. for my present, and one thing that I'm grateful for Mm. that I claim as if it's now. And here again comes the manifesting. Right. One thing from the future that I claim as if it's now that I'm grateful for. Then I write two intentions for my day. And those are usually something like, I'm going to go with the flow today. Mm, okay. I'm going I'm to remember that everything is happening for me today. You know, it's stuff like that. Um, those will be my intentions for the day. And then one action, one specific action that will move me in any small way towards any goal that I have for my life. And I'm going to figure out some way to hold myself accountable for making sure that action is done. I'm going to tell somebody, I'll text somebody, I'll, you know, somebody else is going to know about it. And I'm going to make sure that that action is done every single day. So you're just in a really small five minute way, just kind of making choices, taking intentional action for your life, for your, I do this first bloody thing. When I wake up in the morning, I don't look at my phone. I don't go on Facebook. I don't go on Instagram. I don't, you know, I don't even go on clubhouse. None of it. This is the first thing I do every single morning. So almost every single morning. (laughs) So, you know, it's, it's hard, but again, Mm -hmm. this is about 
building trust in yourself and taking ownership. Like it's Mm. taking ownership. This is what I can control right now. I can stay loyal to myself in this way. Mm -hmm. I can do this little thing for myself right now. Yes. I love that. Most of the time, like, um, uh, with clubhouse or, you know, uh, uh, Instagram or whatnot. I usually, cause I wake up early. Like I'm one of those people who has to get up early, go to the gym early, like do it early, early, early. Like today I'm going to the gym probably around two or three, which is like late for me. But like, I'm one of those people who like, it has to be like the first thing I do or else I'm not going to do it. And, yes. and, and I have accepted that. Like, you got to get up early and go. Yep. If you yep. get up and get on the computer, you're not going to do it. You're going to end yep. up next thing you know, you're like doing blog posts. And or- forget it. You know, it's like yes. forget about like if you think you're going to get on Instagram for a minute. <laughs> yeah, a minute. Please. In, yeah. Please. A minute no. Instagram is like a year. <laughs> yeah. No, it is like. And, and Clubhouse, I love Clubhouse. I do love Clubhouse because quite honestly, Clubhouse has been a real wonderful way to really connect with people and provide Mm -hmm. real impact and value in a way that Instagram can't, Facebook can't, none of the the rest of it allows you to connect with the way that Clubhouse does. But there's also the FOMO issue on Clubhouse. Yeah, you know, oh, and it's real. So I've had to, you know, it's like, I don't believe in dieting with food. But I have had to put myself on a clubhouse diet because it was getting a little out of control. It's yeah. Yeah, I I do too. I have very strict um, time limits and, you know, for clubhouse because it's it's a it's very easy to fall into that trap. And for um, my listeners, I do talk about, you know, joining Clubhouse if you like podcasting, if you like connecting with people, uh, collaboration. It's not always business. There's a lot of self-care and self-help groups and confidence building groups, uh, meditation rooms, all kinds of things. So it is an app that um, I have been on. So that is in my show notes as well as um all the other things. So thank you so much for coming on. My pleasure. Yes, for coming on. And just a quick, I have a quick couple questions for you. Since you are all about body confidence and um, imaging and working through some of these blocks and limiting self-beliefs, would you say, um, for somebody when they are thinking about stepping into more of having confidence for themselves, would you tell them to start with the scale or throw the scale away? <laughs> which which oh, has helped? Okay. I am, I am afraid to offer this on, on live TV here, but um, <laughs> I have, I, I'm going to tell you, there have been, I, cause I'm a member of, you know, different groups, but there have been so many times where I have asked people to send me their scales and I will pay the postage. Um, I'm not going to say that because I'm afraid I'm afraid. Right. Um, right. Um, but I will tell you guys, and this is no joke. No, I am not bullshitting you. Not, not even a little bit. I lost 190 something pounds 
it took me, I think about 15 ish, 16 months to lose it. I weighed myself three times. Wow. Three. That's amazing. Um, yeah. So throw your effing scale away. It's a liar. It doesn't define you. It doesn't tell you anything about your value, your worth, your any your body composition. It tells you nothing. It's a bullshit liar. It just is a liar. So <laughs> yes, throw your scale away. I have now what I call um, a happy place um, of weight. And that is about a 10, I would say it's probably about a 10 or 12 pound range. And mm. it is somewhere from about somewhere, I would say it's probably somewhere around from around 155 pounds to about 167 pounds is my happy place where mm -hmm. I can eat mindfully, but not restrictively. Um, I can move reasonably with, but not obsessively. <laughs> mm, I love I that. Can, I cannot count calories, macros, points, blah, blah, whatever things people count. Um, <laughs> and I can move through the world in a way that I'm happy. I can ride horses. I can feel good. And I'm not, no kidding y'all. I mean, you want to talk about body confidence? Let me tell you something right now. I lost 190 pounds. I am 55 years old. There is like 18 to 20 pounds of extra skin hanging off my body. If you think that kept me out of a bathing suit and at the pool when I was in Florida for three months this summer, you are wrong because I was in the pool Love every it. damn day. So, you know, it's like you just got to accept you just gotta yourself. Live. Yeah, yeah. You just gotta live and not define yourself by your body by your weight it's only a vessel that gets it's lucky enough mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. is the vessel that is lucky enough that gets to carry around the miracle that is you oh i love that so amazing thank you so much You're jen so welcome my pleasure and thank you everybody for listening to chakras and cuss words and jen please give everybody just how can they find you how can they connect with you the easiest thing to do is go, um, I guess, really onto my website, um, which is Jen, super easy, Jen Oppenheim, J-E-N-O-P-P-E-N-H-E-I-M.com. You can find out about everything that I offer there. I do have a free support community called Packing Light that you can mm. join there. Um, I have a new pro a new 66 day um, quick start program starting in November. Um, if you are on Clubhouse um, on Monday night, I'm doing a binge busters and craving crushers room. Um, and I regularly do rooms on Clubhouse. You can follow me on Clubhouse or Instagram at, um, at Jen Oppenheim. Oh, thank you so much. And everybody, thank you for listening to Chakras and Cuss Words. And as always, all Jen's information will be in the show notes easily for you to click those links and hit those buttons and get in touch with her. So thank you, everybody. Have an amazing day. Bye.